You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Hi, everyone. I'm John C. Morley, the host of the J. Moore Tech Talk Show and Inspirations for Your Life. Hey everyone, it is John Seymourley here, Serial Entrepreneur. Welcome to the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show with today being Friday, yes, September 23rd. I can't believe we only have one more uh, week. I know several of you have been asking, where is Marcus? Um, he's around. He's been busy with some other projects that he's working on. Hopefully we'll see him a few weeks to a month. I'm not really sure when, but show is continuing to go on, and we have some great guests coming up, and we have some live shows, which are going to be really, really amazing. I also have a golf professional coming up in a few months that's actually going to talk about how to keep your golf course um, and club out of the red, keep it profitable in the black, and using technology to provide those services that members want so much and able to actually cut your costs down for the club, which is usually a problem for a lot of clubs. So we'll talk uh, about that in a few months uh, with a professional who's coming on. His name is Jason Miller. Uh, he'll be coming on, uh, like I said, in a few months. Uh, so we're really excited to have him come on. So let's talk about today, shall we? So we've got a great show for you. First thing I want to talk about is the, some of the new, um, ladies and gentlemen, it, the, the new features um, on the on the iPhone. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys know about the new iPhone, but there are a lot of new iPhone features. Yes. All right. So first one I want to talk about is something that's kind of cool, but a little creepy. It's called the auto hangup feature. All right. So if you were to go into your iPhone and, you, and you're on version 16.x uh, or higher, uh, what you basically have to do if you go to your settings screen, all right, and when you go to your settings screen, you can basically um, just go right in there. And then there is going to be an option there um, under your phone that you can actually control uh, the hang up. So what is this going to do? Um, it's actually really, really, really cool. So when you're on the phone, you actually can tell Siri to hang up the phone. Tell me that that is not cool or what. I mean, I think that is absolutely amazing. So to have Siri um, hang up the phone for you, just you can go to the, your, your settings, just type in Siri, and just you can basically just go ahead and uh, then touch Siri. You'll see a lot of options there, such as uh, 
type to series here will listen for voice input when you press and hold the side button. I left that off. Siri pause time is default. You can do a longer or longest. Uh, spoken responses automatic or prefer spoken responses. So that's uh, pretty cool. Always listen for Hey Siri. Um, show apps behind Siri. Announce notifications on the speaker so Siri can announce your notifications to you over your device's speaker, which is pretty cool. Uh, the call hangup feature. If you enable the call hangup feature, it will have Siri listening whether you're on a phone call or a FaceTime call um, and you have an iPhone 11 or newer device, it will be able to actually hang up the call. So you just say, Siri, uh, hang up. And so I was talking to a friend of mine the other night and uh, he's like, that's kind of weird. He's like, do that. And then as, a, as I was about to say, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. I was just saying to him like, uh, Siri, cause he's like, you know, we could end the call. Siri, hang up. He's like, well, don't do it. And second later, the call got hung up. And I think that's pretty cool. But again, you enable that in your Siri settings. So it's really easy um, to manage. Pretty cool. I like that they added that extra option now for the, the regular long and longest. So that's pretty cool. So another uh, new feature, ladies and gentlemen, that they have rolled on. Um, is actually called the customized lock screen. All right, this is really cool. So if your phone is locked, uh, you can basically touch your lock screen. And on the lock screen, you just touch it, and then you'll see customize. And then it says here, add a new wallpaper to make edits. Um, or what I can do is I literally can swipe over and I can pick um, what I want to be in there. So for example... Um, I can pick one of my photos, so a photo shuffle, uh, which I think is, 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 is pretty cool. Um, uh, you can pick what you want, uh, very, very easily. You can pick different photos. Um, really, really cool what you can do. Um, you can add new wallpaper. You can do photos. You can do people. You can do what you can do what they call a photo shuffle. And then by having a photo shuffle, uh, you can actually pick, choose which, uh, which ones that you want. Uh, which I think is really, really cool. Um, so a dynamic set of photos uh, that shuffle as you use your iPhone throughout the day. So you can select photos manually or you can use your featured photos. So by selecting photos manually, you basically pick which photos that you want. And um, it basically knows the photos by your face, which I think is really, really cool. So a great way uh, to have the phone actually have your face on there with different uh, different positions. So that's really cool. Uh, of course you have things like there's, um, astronomy, there's weather, there's emojis, there's color, there's pride, there's collections. You have suggested photos and you have the photo shuffle. You have the weather astronomy. You can do different emojis, different colors. Uh, really cool. You can even set up if you want to have weather and you can choose to have a weather widget on your phone, which I think is really cool. So I could choose, for example, um, what I want, a certain time, a certain location, and it will be right on my lock screen. I think that is really cool because a lot of times people want information, but they don't necessarily want to unlock their phone. And if you were an astronomy buff, well, guess what? You could then add a particular area and get the astronomy information about that, which I think uh, is really, really, really cool. So uh, the new lock... Um, Customized screen feature is definitely a cool feature. You'll want to play around with it. 
Some people have said to me they don't like it because you can't just add up pictures easily. I found it really easy, but it actually doesn't just change your background. It changes the lock screen. And before it was a little easier. Now you have to do a little more work, not much, but a little more work. So check it out. Give me your thoughts. Let me know what you think about that in the comments uh, on the bottom of this um, the show. All right. So there is something else uh, there, and it's called the new improved text-to-speech feature. I think this is the bomb. All right. So before, when you used to do, um, let's say you wanted to do any type of um, speech to text, you would have this little microphone uh, button. I'm not sure if you guys can see it there on my, on my, if I hold it back, you may not be able to see it so well because it's kind of nighttime. But anyway, there's a microphone button at the, at the right. If I touch that button, the button will have a little grace. Um, basically, it's in a gray circle, Okay. And it's all filled in. So it's a circle that's fully gray. When I touch it, I can not only talk, but then I also can speak. So let's say I wanted to touch it and I'll say, this is a test to see how well the new iOS 16.x software actually works. I can type around while it's doing that. I can also turn it off. But I think this is a really cool feature. I have also found, ladies and gentlemen, that the new uh, 16.x, from what I've been seeing, has been a lot more accurate than I've seen on other um, iOS versions. If people are saying, well, what were you trying to say? It just seems like it's a lot more on track. And the words that I say actually make sense. And it's not something that I shouldn't say. So you've probably had that happen before. All right. Another great feature, ladies and gentlemen, I thought this is really cool. Scheduled email sent. All right. So you go to an email message that you're going you're gonna to basically send somebody. And um, all you do is you take an email that you're going to send. I'm just going to just pop one right here. And I click on the um, – basically, I have my message here. And as soon as I start typing something, I have to type something – for my little uh, up arrow to go blue. Otherwise, it won't go blue. I can hold that. If I just touched it, it would send it. But if I hold it, it says send now, send 8 a.m. tomorrow, or send later. If I say send later, then it actually lets me pick um, the month. Um, it lets me pick, um, you know, basically uh, the date, okay? And I can go pretty far. Um, I can actually go, I haven't tried it too far, but I can go even into 2026. It looks like I can keep going for quite a while. And it looks like, you know, 10, 15, 20. So you can definitely send a ways uh, in the future. But again, if you do send now, that's just like just touching the button like you had before. Send 8 a.m. tomorrow, which is a pretty standard one that you're going to send it at 8 a.m. tomorrow, or you can send it later. And then, of course, it will be in your draft, your 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 box to go out. And you can always remove it from that box, which I think is really cool. And I know a lot of us have been asking for this feature. I know in... Um do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Outlook for a very long time, people wanted to have, um, you know, uh, scheduled sending in Outlook. But guess what? Scheduled sending in Outlook, 
not there yet. <laughs> um, so you could delay the deliverable message. So you can delay the deliverable messages by up to two hours by creating a rule, but that's really not the same. So I think they got rid of the scheduling and outlook. I think that's something they definitely should put back. But again, it's it's not there. But I think this is great because a lot of times you might be typing something at night. And you don't necessarily want to send it at 10 or 11 o'clock at night or 12 o'clock at night. You want to send it the next morning, which I think is really, really cool. And you could pick different times for each message. But it has that send at 8 a.m., which is great because a lot of people will send mail at 8 a.m. in the morning. So kudos to Apple for coming up with that. A really good uh, productivity uh, feature that I think many of you, whether you're in business or just using it in your personal life, will find very, very handy. All right. So a uh, lot of great iPhone features. I want to dive into another great iPhone feature, ladies and gentlemen. You know what that is? That is the unsend feature. That's right. So Apple has now added the unsend feature to the iPhone 16. And so how does how does the iPhone unsend feature work? Well, I thought you would never ask. So to unsend messages on the iPhone iOS 16, you simply long press on the message, tap, undo send, and presto, voila, the message is unsent. Now you'll immediately see an animation where your message explodes into little pieces before it's gone completely. That, ladies and gentlemen, is really cool. So how to turn on the unsend messages on iPhone. So um, you can recall a message, and it needs to be an iMessage in blue. That's really important. Tap and hold on the sent text bubble until you see the options menu. Select the undo send, and the message will be deleted from the recipient's feed as well as yours. Hopefully, they have not read it yet. But if they haven't read it yet, well, you're in good shape. Now, people said to me, how uh, much time do I have to unsend a message on iPhone? That's a question people are asking me. So this feature is only available for up to two minutes after the message was sent. When a message is unset, it's removed from both the recipient and the sender with a note indicating that an unsend occurred. All right. So they may not necessarily know what you sent, but they're going to know that you're meant to send something. What was that? Oh, I was just typing something stupid. I unsent it. And they're probably like, well, what were you sending me? So that is really cool, Jim. I think that is uh, kind of amazing. All right. So um, you can edit the message or you can unsend the message. So that that's just really neat. And I think the other thing I really like about the iPhone iOS 16 is that you have the ability now to add, if you have home automation, you can now add that home automation. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you can add it right to your lock screen. So if let's say you have, uh, whether it's uh, Alexa or you have other kinds of things, you can literally add a brand new wallpaper or the existing one you have. You can customize the one you have. So you can basically go right to your screen and you can just choose what you want. Now, what I think is really cool on the iPhone is you have the ability to create different views, okay? You have the ability to create different views and you have the ability to create what we call different focuses. So what is a focus? Well, I thought you would never ask me. Well, a focus is really cool. So you now can have a do not disturb focus, which we all know what a do not disturb focus is. And you can set in all these uh, this similar things. So I'm just going to read it to you once. But basically, you can set whether you want to allow notifications from selected people and apps will be allowed and others will be silenced like people, apps, etc. So do not disturb. By default, none are allowed. 
and the apps, none are allowed. Because if you remember what happened in the old version of, of uh, iOS, there was a bug with this. And people that were in just your regular contact list, they seem to be coming through when you were in Do Not Disturb and people didn't know why. So you have an options um, section where you can sh uh, silence the notification and show them on the lock screen. Maybe somebody was trying to call you and you or a text. You can just click it and they can look at the phone. Oh, shoot, that person's been trying to call me for hours. Now I can go check it out. You could dim the lock screen. Uh, darken the lock screen when the focus is on. Um, you can hide notification badges uh, if you want to hide them. Apps uh, in your loud notification list will continue to be badged if that's the way you have it set. You can have it turn on automatically at a certain time and off at a certain time. And you can also, ladies and gentlemen, um, basically pick. So you can say a time. You could say when I arrive at work, when I arrive at this location, automatically happens. When I open this application, it automatically happens. Uh, automatically turn on do not disturb uh, at relevant times throughout the day based on signals like your location, app usage, and more. You could do that as well. You have focus filters. So you can customize how your apps and your devices behave when the focus is on. So you can basically have different uh, focus filters like calendars, mail, messages, um, other things you have, such as power mode. I think that's really cool. Uh, that you can have that information. So you can set up a do not disturb uh, focus. You can have the personal focus, a sleep focus, and a work focus. And then you have the ability to focus uh, can be shared across your devices. Turning one on for this device will turn it on for all of them. So if you have, uh, like I say, an iPhone, uh, and then you have uh, tablets, um, it can go across. So right now, it says to me that my focus status, my current focus status right now is just the one that I have, and it's just on right now. So pretty, pretty easily to do. Um, and I think you're going to find that this focus feature is, is really cool because, you know, you, like I said, you can go in and choose people. You can basically allow notifications from and then you can pick the people. So you're probably wondering, so how does it pick the people? Well, it normally shows the last uh, set of people that you were uh, calling or texting basically on the screen. You can also say add people. And then you can just go through and you can pick them by a checkbox uh, right in your um, right in your thing. If you go to the very top, uh, let's say, for example, and, and you were to pick something, like you picked a couple people, you can literally go to the top. You can go to list. You can even choose go to all. You can choose uh, all phone and showing your list, and then you can pick it there. So it tells me how many contacts I have, which I think is really cool. Something else that I really, really like a lot is it has the ability to tell if I have duplicate contacts. So when I go into my contacts, which is you guys know how to do that, it's really, really easy to do. Um, there's also a new um, navigation where they do search. So there's a search, a uh, little bubble at the bottom, you touch search, and now I can actually type what app I'm looking for or what I want, and it will automatically find that very easy. I don't have to spend hours trying to find things. So I think that is uh, definitely really cool. Um, you know, definitely, you know, check that out, but a lot of great features. I feel that, uh, you're going to definitely want to use and, um, and check out. This is not an iOS version that is a toy. This iOS version is probably the first version that I've seen by Apple that actually seems to be targeted at professionals and even people using the phone casually to manage their lifestyle without having to sacrifice the way the phone was implemented. So 
kudos to Apple. Kudos, kudos, kudos. Really good. I don't give them a lot of kudos, but I definitely want to give them a kudos um, on this. All right. So that's a lot about the features. I'll talk more about other iPhone features uh, in future shows, but I definitely want to share that out with you. And uh, if you're on the fence about whether you should go to this version, do it. Uh, I could tell you that it has not been uh, very troublesome. I've actually found that the battery life has been better. I think that is really, really cool. Um, when you're on your lock screen, you know, you have your airplane mode, you have your Bluetooth, you have your Wi-Fi, uh, and you have your cell cellular icon all there on the screen. And if you basically touch it, the cellular has green. If you if you take that off, then that means that uh, you've turned off your cellular, which you don't want to do. If you tap the airplane uh, mode, it automatically puts the phone airplane mode, and you'll notice the Wi-Fi is off. I can also then turn Wi-Fi back on. But one thing that's interesting is that if I'm on an airplane, I don't like the fact that it turns off my Wi-Fi because then I have to go back and turn it on again. So I'm not crazy about that. Uh, you do have the focus. So very from that screen, I could pick whether I want to be in do not disturb, personal, work, or sleep without having to go crazy to all these extra screens. I have the ability to change my brightness right here, which you can then do with your, your, your focuses. Uh, I can set my volume right here, which I think is really cool. Um, I can also choose to, uh, basically, I can choose to, to, to lock, um, you know, my foot really easy. I just choose on the lock or, or basically uh, the phone's lock or unlock. So I can do that. So if I was in a screen, I can very easily uh, change that. So for example, if my phone was, let's say locked, um, you know, I can just change that really, really easily. I think, I think that is uh, definitely um, something that I think a lot of people are going to find, how can I say, I think a lot of people are going to find this um, helpful. I think it's definitely going to be something. So in order to get to the screen, you go to your top right and you pull down. So if you touch the um, the little um, lock with the, the circle going uh, basically clockwise, if it's in the um, white, so right now, if you have it that the phone is actually in um, the, the lock, it basically means is portrait orientation lock off. So if it's red, portrait orientation lock is on. If it's in the uh, white, portrait lock orientation is off. So what the heck is portrait orientation lock? Well, I'm going to explain this to you. So portrait uh, orientation lock is, again, is, is a new feature. And... Um, you don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's pretty cool because you can basically set your phone uh, in a neat way. So on the iPhone, when you tilt your device on its side, the screen will follow and rotate to the landscape orientation. 
turning on the portrait orientation lock will freeze the screen so that no matter which way your iPhone is turned, the screen will stay in place. That's pretty cool. I, I think that's cool. To get to the to the your to that screen, you just go to your top right, swipe down, and you'll see that. Now, next to that uh, portrait orientation lock, you have two little uh, screens. If you touch that, you can actually do screen mirroring, and you can pick where to screen mirror to. Uh, really cool. You have your flashlight option right there. Next to that, you have uh, you have your timer, which I think is really cool, right there on the screen. You also have your calculator right on the screen. Very useful. And you have your camera right on that screen. All right. So a lot of useful features. You have a little ear. And on the ear, you could turn background sounds off or you can connect a compatible audio device and use Listen Live. So you might be saying to me, John, you know, what, what, are, what is the new uh, background uh, off feature on the iPhone? Well, just to explain it to you again. It's really simple. Um, it removes the background. So when we talk about background here, we're talking about the background sound, not the background picture, okay? So the background sound um, is pretty cool. And um, it will turn off uh, background noise on the iPhone, and you can tap background sounds to be on. And basically, it has like a little intelligent engine, which I think is neat. Um, and you might say, gee, why do I need sound and background? Well, well, research shows that listening to music and background noise can offer various benefits, including improved cognitive performance, improved task performance, improved concentration, increased energy levels, and improved mood. So just a little bit about that. I think that is really cool that they have the hearing aid compatibility. You have the ability on the right side of the phone to see not only the level of your phone, but the percentage right there. On the top right, Right now, I can see that I have my uh, I have I have my camera icon, and I also have um, my microphone icon. Now, right now, it says camera was used recently, okay. And then if I go to microphone, uh, it can tell me whether the microphone. So right now, I use camera, but I haven't used the microphone in a while, so it just says the microphone right now is in the orange state. So really cool information. It has my um, last. Um, a song that I was playing in iTunes, so really cool. Now, on the bottom right of this um, screen, I could touch it, which is right next to the ear, and it comes up, and guess what it does? It brings me right into my notes. That, ladies and gentlemen, is absolutely amazing. All right, let's get back on. You know I have a lot more great stuff to share with you uh, for today, but I hope you enjoyed my little reveal of some of my favorite iPhone features. So definitely uh, check those out. All right. Well, uh, Qualcomm uh, chip maker has said that uh, automotive futures business will expand to 30 billion. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say million. I said billion. Millions the six, billions the nine. Um, so the U.S. chip designer uh, QCOM.O said just this past week that its automotive business pipeline increased to 30 billion up more than $10 billion since its third quarter results were announced in late July. This jump in the future business was uh, in regard to its new Snapdragon digital chassis product used by car makers and their suppliers. Qualcomm said, and I quote, it's Automotive Investor Day. The Snapdragon digital chassis can provide assisted and autonomous driving technology as well as in-car infotainment and cloud connectivity hopefully better than the Tesla that seems to catch on fire 
uh, when it has a little bit too much uh, play time because nobody wants to smash a window or figure out how to get out alive of their uh, vehicle. That's definitely not a good thing. All right. So uh, in other news, uh, we have the Senate panel, which I think this is really, really cool, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the Senate panel approves a bill to give news organizations more power against tech platforms. What's this about? Well, earlier this week, the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee voted to approve a bill aimed at allowing news organizations to band together to negotiate with Alphabet Inc.'s GOO. GL.O, Google and Meta's, M-E-T-A.O, Facebook, and win more revenue. The bill passed the committee by a vote of 15 to 7. According to a congressional aide, it must now go to the Senate for their approval. A similar bill is before the U.S. House representative. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be good or not. We have to see what's going to happen. But unlike other bills aimed at reigning in big tech, some progressive groups oppose this measure, including public knowledge on the grounds that it favors big broadcasters like news corporations, Sinclair, Comcast, MVCU, etc. Opposing the bill are two technology industry trade groups that Facebook and Google belong to, the Computer and Communications Industry Association and NetChoice. So we're going to have to see. Is this going to help? I'm not sure. But it really depends on, I guess, how the bill is handled and really how it's maintained and how it's enforced. I think that's really um, what's important about this particular bill. So I have to stay tuned on that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, let's talk about Japan's new cyborg uh, cockroach. Uh, this new um, cockroach uh, that uh, they've come out with. Uh, is is pretty cool. I mean, this this cockroach that they're talking about is going to do some amazing things. And you might say, John, well, what's what's it going to do? Well, um, this new cockroach could be coming to a disaster area near you. But what is it all about? Well, the whole idea is that it can very easily um, find people after earthquakes, strikes and others that may be trapped under uh, rubble, etc. But the potential application is a recent breakthrough by the Japanese researcher who demonstrated the ability to mount backpacks of solar cells and electronics on the bugs and control their motion by remote control. And so uh, the team at the Thin Film Device Laboratory at the Japanese research giant Riken developed a flexible solar cell film that's only four microns thick. That's one twenty-fifth the width of a human hair. Wow. And can fit on the insect's abdomen. So the film allows the um, roach to move freely while the solar cell generates enough power to process and send directional signals into the sensory organs on the bug's hindquarters. Pretty cool. Uh, the batteries inside the small robot do run out quickly, so the time for exploration becomes shorter. And uh, they said, and I quote, a key benefit of a cyborg insect is that when it comes to an insect's movement, the insect is causing itself to move, so the electricity required is nowhere near as much. Uh, the team uh, chose Madagascar hissing cockroaches for the experiments because they are big enough to carry the equipment and have no wings that would get in the way. 
Even when the backpack and film are glued to their backs, the bugs can traverse small obstacles or right themselves when flipped over. Uh, I think that's an issue because a lot of technology that's put out there can become useless when it comes into an obstacle, falls down a stair or something like that, right? We need to be able to get back autonomously without human intervention, especially if it's in a disaster environment, right? Otherwise, it would be no good to anyone. So research still has a long way to go, as they said. And the Riker uh, research team uses a specialized computer and wireless Bluetooth signal to tell the cyborg roach to turn left, causing it to scramble in that general direction. But when given the right signal, the bug turned in six circles. So um, a little bit of an issue, <laughs> um, you know, that um, turning left, right, but giving the right signal went in circles. So this is uh, a cyborg backpack with 5,000 yen, which is $35 worth of parts purchased at Tokyo's uh, electronics district. And um, they're manufacturing them pretty cheap. Now, if they're manufacturing them for that kind of money, you might be saying to me, John, so what is this mean? So $35 could mean that the bug could be somewhere around 100 bucks. I think once they put more R&D time into it, we're going to find that it's going to probably be maybe in a few hundred dollars more because we all know nothing works well, even if we have good hardware, if we don't have good software, right, or firmware. So that's going to be important that they've they've tested all that out. So uh, lots of great stuff, uh, you know, definitely happening. But if you had to say to me, John, you know, the new tech news um, has to be, you know, what's been going forward. And I have to say that there is a lot of news out there, a lot of breaking news. Um, the biggest thing I think right now uh, that's been going on beside the chip challenges that have been happening is, you know, what's really going to happen with technology and robots. And the other issue, which I think is really cool, is uh, the UK is to examine cloud service. And right now it's being dominated by Microsoft and Google. So do we have a monopoly here by... Amazon, Microsoft, and Google? I think we do. And so do we want to keep building other types of digital farms out there? Or do we want to be at the mercy of just, let's say, one or two companies that are going to predicate what's actually going on? See, I think that's the biggest problem, uh, even what's happening you know, with Amazon Fresh. And you might say, John, so what is the problem? Uh, with with Amazon Fresh uh, markets, well, um, Amazon Fresh is having some issues. Let's let's just say that. So, the solution to a problem that doesn't exist, what's going wrong for Amazon Fresh, is, is probably the biggest uh, headline you see everywhere. Amazon is reportedly pausing the aggressive UK rollout of its Amazon Fresh convenience stores following um, a little bit of some lackluster sales at its 19 existing London locations. So um, when leaked documents uh, not too long ago revealed Amazon's plans to roll out a further 260 Amazon Fresh store in the UK by the end of 2024, it seemed the online retail giant had everything it needed to succeed 
as a brick-and-mortar grocer. The massive brand depockets a history of disrupting retail and early success in the U.S. The main attraction of the convenience stores is their cashless, tillless experience using the same kinds of technologies found in self-driving cars. Amazon is able to track which items customers have picked up in stores and charge their card automatically when they walk out. However, um, I think there's still some challenges. And um, as we said, the plans in the UK have been put on ice. According to the Sunday Times, the retailer has walked away from dozens of potential Amazon Fresh sites. But the question is why? Is it inflation? What is it? So retail consultants and founders such as Richard Talks um, Retail uh, by Richard Hyman says, and I quote, he wasn't surprised to hear the rollout of Amazon Fresh has faltered. Quote, Amazon's attempts at physical retailing have generally given far too little emphasis to the retail bit. He argues they built it all on a tech element, which is a copyable and ultimately isn't really enough to swing it. We all know that Amazon's about money, but they don't care about you. They don't care about me. And you know what? They don't care about what's best for our country, for our communities, for our people, for our families, and for our life. They just have one mission. Let's do what we need to do to keep making more money. We don't care who we hurt as long as it's not us. That's a terrible motto. But I have to tell you the truth. This is what's going on. I mean, Amazon has never really been our friend. You know, the, their philosophy is if something doesn't work, well, do something else. But they're also philosophy, if you're not happy with them, then don't buy from them. But yet they monopolize things and then they buy things out and then you can't get them other places. I think Amazon has a lot to learn when it comes to stores and the whole concept of getting rid of people is a problem. I mean, they want to have a technology system to verify people's age and then be able to sell things like alcohol. I don't know. I, I just see this to be a problem. And I find that investors are going to slow down. Okay. They're going to slow down because I think they're really concerned about what the people are going to think. And uh, our last story for tonight, I think you're going to find a really um, a good one. And that is um, something that has been talked about for a very long time. And it's actually called digital transformation. And it's revolutionizing how we supply energy. Now, that's pretty cool in itself, right? But what, what, is, this, what is this all about? I mean, what does it really mean? Um, I think it means that there, there's definitely been, I guess, a lot of research in this, in this area. And so digital transformation 
is starting to shape our world in a new way. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. All I'm saying is that we need to be a little more cognizant about what's going on. So digital transformation, they claim it's blurring the lines between physical, digital, and biological spheres. Uh, cloud computing, AI, big data, fourth industrial revolution, 4IR, are shaping the aspects, the personality, and the character of people's lives, right? And so what does this mean? Well, some of the technologies utilized in oil and gas are including uh, artificial intelligence, a blockchain digital twin, a virtual model of integrating digital solutions designed to provide a real-time representation of physical assets, robotic process automation, or RPA, more on cloud, IoT, which you all know is the Internet of Things. Uh, and then we have IIoT. So that is basically uh, the inter interrelated computing devices and machines that are digitally uh, on board to enhance everyday life. Uh, we see more with robots and drones, right? Uh, virtual augmented reality, 3D printing, whether it's diving underwater, whether it's bugs like the cyborg that we were talking about, whether it's new types of threat responses, uh, whether it's making decisions that humans should be making. I think that's our big challenge. We're deploying all this technology, but do we really understand how it's going to interface and how it's going to affect people in our world. If we don't know that, then we shouldn't be implementing it. If we haven't tested it, right? And I'll say the same thing I've said time and time again years ago. It's great to have technology to give us an insight to have a human check something out. But we should never use technology to be the final answer, whether that's in someone's life, whether that's their care of life, or whether that's in any type of service being performed, uh, could be a medical service for a human being, it should never be 100% autonomous because it's acting on data. But I feel that data is not personal. And because of that, we're now saying that people are numbers. And I don't think that's where we want to go. I know it's not where I want to be. I think we should use technology as a tool that allows us to research things and figure out how they should be done in actual live life. Not, well, let's just stick it on life and hope it works. No. You see, the people that are dictating this are the ones that are putting the money in, ones that are creating. But I think as being a digital creator or being an inventor or an innovator, uh, whether that's robotics, technology, doesn't matter what space it's in or programming, we have to be conscious, civil human beings that understand we're building tools. And we have to understand that we're building them for the best good of all concerned. And that these tools should never be making decisions 100% on their own. They should just be watchdogs to check things. If they're doing a process and that process is not life uh, binding, fine. But we should never have the machines make the decision on something 
that could be potentially disastrous, potentially lose even just one life. Ladies and gentlemen, I am John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur. It has been an amazing privilege, an amazing honor to be with you again this wonderful uh, Friday, September 23rd. I hope you will like, love, and support my uh, show and lots of the other content on BelieveMeAchieve.com. I hope you will check that out. I know you're going to love it so very much. If you're looking to be a guest on uh, the Jaymore Tech Talk Show, visit jmore.com, click on Reach Out, and apply. Uh, we don't accept everybody. Remember, this is not a sales show. This show is about bringing vital, critical information to empower and improve the quality of other people's lives. We're all concerned. I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. And remember, when we use technology, it's a tool. So when you choose to use it, make sure that you use it for the good of all concerned, which is for the better of all mankind. Have yourself a great rest of your weekend, everyone. I'll see you next week. to live with chronic pain, Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.